Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Noon Prayer during the month of August. Glory to God. Anybody that's watching, welcome you. And uh, we welcome you. Thank you all for being here. Uh, let's just come up here for a second. And uh, everybody come up here. And thank you, Father. Just come on up here. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We worship you. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Noontime prayer. Y'all actually want to pray. That's why you're here. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for this church. Thank you for what you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the ability to grow in you. Lord, we are hungry for you. We are hungry for you. We are hungry for you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Also, oni acho oto floco, ni abasa, manamosoto ruro, ropotarcariachi, manci keraboso boloconomo. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father, so digisto, ropotanini calacromoso. Lord, thank you for the time to pray. Thank you, Lord, for this time of prayer and fasting, Lord. Thank you, Father, that we are advancing. Thank you, Lord. These verses that we talked about on Tuesday, I want to talk about them again real quick. In Acts chapter 1, it says, These all with one mind, were continually devoting themselves to prayer. They were continually devoting themselves to prayer. And that's how they moved into the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. They were continually devoting themselves to prayer. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just continually devote ourselves to prayer. Thank you, Father, for it. And Lord, when we do that, your word says in James chapter 5, that we will release Tremendous power dynamic in its working. Tremendous power dynamic in its working. Thank you, Father. 
Hala haha sotro. Ho ho yetene kana moso. Thank you, Father. Sukulinga amoso botro. Bondra ko yasiofro. Freda boso bata da moshebe. Bondra kalo yente ni kalo. Mantido o freper sotro posotinia. Chana masabata da blokono. Bene kisti tikoso fropotonoma. Bomble kediache. Shebe de kurutuna daba. Sanda la kadiachi. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Bando Koromoso Botriji, Tanamasa Atino Oshi, Botoro Kolomo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Sidigi Oshotudunoma Asada Ramasa Tama. Anybody have anything specific? Dikila Kanamosoto Rukolinga Cheni, Tanamosoto Roboso, Chichene, take it a base day. Halo Kodomosabe, Anchoro, Ofleka Omaso. Amaluki e chidi, Kalo chidi kodur koste, Nana masada basa da boso, Bantrokomoto. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Ah, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Yeah, I just sense your presence, Father. Thank you, Father. Mandi anche ma ombalo gomati, Kalope se te de caraboso, Dana achodo o chide o sofla, Kanamasa. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Shuchuchuja maloto. Banda masa banda batero boso bile kolomoso. Rohan di karaboso bile komache besudide du kolomasa oto. So oto no noble kini karaboso vi. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Mandarami atana masa de boso bo. Oh, Rabbama Yachia de me, hey, Karamasi, Ataramasa, Anna Koromoso, Bopa, Hata. Thank you, Lord. Manamaso, Manamaso, Didi, Dimoso, Bodomoso, Bom. Chitumana Karamasa, the Moso, the Mo. Ah, Yantiki, the Bedebin. Jumpatum, Madame Mendel, Bokoromoso, Dum. Bamba, Madame, Otramoso, the Bosso. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for praying out the will and the power of God to be done in this place. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Mba andana amasete retu frepa tu dudum latono. 
Mancio ficlamo sopra propandano mosofo sofo tenikine kedikelos thank you father kine kofroba fraba so pilikno tampalokoria tialo fandana mosof thank you father uchine be oso tramo ande kalade tamaso toromoso adio shoto dromlo koroboso thank you father for your goodness thank you for your goodness Thank you, Lord. Now, just as a point of teaching here, um, one of the things that I want you to do is I want you to not try to think through what needs to be prayed out. Um, don't try to think through it. Let it come from your spirit. So in other words, you know, a lot of times you can kind of tell when you're trying to piece the pieces together. Uh, don't do that. Actually, when you find yourself doing that, just focus back on Jesus and just, you know, imagine yourself in the throne room of heaven just worshiping him and you just pray in the Holy Ghost. Let your, let your prayer just be in the spirit. A lot of times what we have is we have a lot of our mind trying to fill in the gaps of what the spirit is supposed to do. And so we're trying to make it up. We're trying to fill in the gaps. Uh, don't do that. Uh, when we're praying by the Spirit, which the Word commands us to, uh, it says that we're supposed to be led as we pray by the Spirit. And so He'll bring those things up. So I'll be praying something, and um, I won't be trying to figure out an issue or figure out a problem. I'll be praying something. All of a sudden, something will pop into my spirit, which then will give it to my mind. And I'll be like, oh, man, where'd that come from? And uh, most of the time, that's the Lord. But you want to check that, and you'll get better and better at it. Don't just assume the first thing that pops in your mind is God. But at the same time, that's how it works. So you just keep flowing, and the more you flow with the more the more you learn what is and what isn't Him. Okay, let's uh, let's pull these chairs around and just sit those chairs versus these. Here you go. Let's uh, make a marker so we know where it's at. Right there. And who's that? That's Mike. Where's another bottle of water? Oh, no, leave that one there. Leave those there. Uh, this bottle. Yeah, that'll work. There we go. Okay. Bring these over. Thank you, Father. So could you take a mosso, black and a mosso, fruit or no? Face those chairs. Those chairs facing these chairs. Thank you, Father. Good and a mosso, botomo. Dana Master Bon. Thank you, Lord. Just have a seat. Hey, Fropa, Dana Mokorobosa Bay. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Scuta la coma so bremetini. Bene me se brupa so marum sonde caramos lei. Blame local You can just set that, then come join us, Baird, if you want to. Mana kiacho no do doma localova. I can. Let's see, brucolamos a vee, acho do doma ropatanamos a bee. Anju kofi osoto la coma ayeteni achuru roho nikala mosobantani karabosi shemo kod flamo samvla kromosofro 
Ropatanami etikrama riachiri yesu, asula kaumashiapa ropa maya, bainame kirebe 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 Hanamoso Boromo, Otoromoso Bay, Etecloculomoso, Motoroboso, Shave Locoroboso, Rocoromotorieta, Lariacha, Tedabotoroboso, Rocoromotorabom, Hey, hey, hit a bomb at a bosso, Bolebay, Shay Hunkodomo. Oh, 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 Bandar <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, Sukhara. Sutra Mosodanana. Siti de Patrick. Botra Botra Mosso Motor Mom. Baina Mikola Mosso. Anikala Sede de Corona Sede. Dane Makara. Dane Makara Massa. Dana Makara Bosotra Mosso. Dana Mosotra Mosso Bosso. Bonamoso yetini achatudoma kani karabloso. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Father. Bandi karamaso toromo. Uv raniatanamo. Bomba maniancho fli. Ben sufrukuruma. Danat Kodiyashi de Keramoso, Dano Kodomoso Bosavasa Tavasa Rabo, Spina Mate Keramoso de Bosa de Karamoso de Romoso de Romo, Jane Keramoso de Montalamanta Lamantana, Banamasa Bodomo. You know, many times when um, I'm receiving leading, even for um, uh, Sunday services and messages that I'm preaching. And I learned this over a period of time going back to what we said. The word says this, that the mind in Romans, the mind set on the spirit is life and peace, but the mind set on the flesh uh, is uh, death, right? And so when we try to logic our way through everything, what we're actually doing is choosing a fleshly approach to it. It doesn't mean that we don't have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge, but we've got to learn how to rest in, in God and rest in our ability to hear from the Holy Ghost. 
um, and rest in that. So many times when I'm praying, um, I used to, like, I'd work too hard at praying. I'd be trying to piece together everything I needed to do, and now I don't hardly try that at all. And then what he does is he'll give me certain things. Um, like the other, a few weeks ago, I thought about, well, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, this needs to happen. It's right in worship as we're getting going. And um, this is what needs to happen in this service. This is what needs to happen. And uh, I recognize, um, wow, this is me trying to figure it out. You know, this is me. This is Brian trying to piece it together and logic through it. And I realized that, um, no, this isn't, this isn't what's supposed to be happening. What's supposed to be happening is that the Holy Spirit feeds me. So I just shut all of that out of my mind. I just focused on worshiping him. And the next thing I know, he was showing me what to do, and I didn't. I wasn't logicking it. I wasn't trying to do it. I wasn't forcing it. Um, I wasn't trying to connect all the pieces in my head. I just rested in him, and I just worshipped him. And then all of a sudden, stuff started flowing. Now, sometimes I've been praying or worshiping, and and uh, you know, I go the whole time, and nothing really flows because that day he didn't have anything to pass on to me. That's okay too. That's what he wanted was for me to worship him and to rest in him. And so as we're praying, don't, don't try too hard. Just you know, let it flow. It, you have to understand that your prayer and your fellowship with God is natural. You were made to do this. And so you were made to pray. You were made to worship. And it's easy, actually. It's not hard. So don't, you don't have to work at it. You just have to be present and be ready and available, right? Sutani Ajamo Kolope Minikanamoso Ropa Pomo Bolokomo Bain Chabo Bansi Kalataramoso Sainda Kolokoduku Hadi Kududuma Sanda Takuchi Shebikuduma Atalo Kududuma Taraboso Frombe Brombebe Brombebe de Kushi Balukuri Ha Haniante Talume de Mikudu Roba Tanamoso Ropa Panamasote, Ropa Panamasote, Minko Tododokocho, Lekocho, Titanamosobo. Thank you, Father. Shukoti Kanamoso Bedeboso, Chanamaso Tarokodomoso, Bodonamoso, Say Echetiboso Tarokomasa Botanamo, Panamoso Kodomoso Bodo, Say Kiramon Balo Konamasi. Ray can a messer get a bosom on Pano, baby petty goof, Roma cana muscle, Dano do cold free to Calamo, Kelo comacheo, Mama Toromo. Yeah, thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace. Thank you. Peace and grace be multiplied. Dana muscle, could a muscle bottle, 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 Banda Macaramasa, the boss of the ticket of Bonsa and Tanamoso, Danamoso, the boss of Rekaramoso, the boss of Tikerama, Hanamokodomose, Betikalo, Kodomoso, Binikitikit, Kid Kosto, Bin Sukotoromosotromo, Hey, 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 Stum, Ban Sumrum, Danamosa Bin, Banamosa Bontomoso. Ah, yet a dikidiki also. She bidded you to do do do. Do matano. Banamasa tadamasa. Hada karamasata. Tadamasa tapasa tadaboso. 
Now, one thing as we're praying in the spirit and not in the flesh, then one thing that we're doing is we're not paying attention to anything else. So, in other words, let's say that I find myself sitting here and thinking, wow, those blue jeans, they're really, they're really dull. Or, they, you know, I've had these for a while. Well, that's obviously a flesh thought. That's a, that's a thought of the mind, of the fleshly mind that I have to put down. Or if I'm sitting there going, wow, those are nice shoes. You know, all right, now I'm not focusing on God. I'm focusing on the flesh in that way. If I'm thinking about, you know, rubbing Luke's head because he's laying here, then I'm, I'm not operating in the spirit. I'm operating in the flesh. So I find myself many times just putting those thoughts down. Sometimes it's good for me just to close my eyes, and that way I'm kind of knocking out at least all the visual things that are going on. 
Um, now, I will tell you that you can actually have your mind, um, you can have your mind receiving input from the flesh and the spirit at the same time and operating the same. Like, for instance, have you ever been driving down the road and praying in the Holy Ghost, right? So your mind is driving, but yet you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Well, you've got two different things. You've got the spirit and the flesh logic working at the same time, um, you know, walking and chewing gum at the same time type thing. And uh, you, can, you can do multiple things like that. So I can literally think logically while I'm praying in the Spirit, but if I'm going to esteem, then I want to try and get any of those thoughts out. I want to recognize that I'm thinking about, oh, wow, are those chairs lined up, you know, uh, it looks, you know, are the lights on the right way? Does that, you know, I, I want to keep myself focused because I want to honor God in that. So it's important for us to understand that we can have those input and when we're esteeming God to focus on that and not let our mind drift because we could be thinking, well, what am I going to do back when I get to work, right? Um, and that's not what it's necessarily for. We're here to pray out the things of God. And so you have to, you have to focus yourself. You know, how am I going to handle this problem? How am I going to handle this situation? Even while we were starting, you know, I personally had things. I'm like, all right, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And I have to step. If I'm going to honor God, then he's going to be the sole focus, right? And so I have to make sure that I take those things, set them to the side, and I focus on him. I forget what all was happening before I walked in the door and I moved to that. Why? Because <clears throat> Romans 8, 6, what I quoted earlier, the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. So if I constantly give myself to all the logical thinking and not think on spiritual things, I'm going to be setting myself on death and lack, and it's not going to work the way that I want. But if I set my mind on the Spirit, then it'll be life and peace. And that's why we're here. We're here not only to pray on behalf of Boomerang and the county and the city, but for you as well. We want life and overflow to come into you. And it's in meetings like this that all of a sudden uh, you get an idea that came from the Spirit, not from you logically trying to solve it, and you see what to do, right? And so, uh, for the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the Spirit is life and peace. So, we know over in Second or 1 Thessalonians, verse 23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. May your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in this verse we see that you are made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Now many times people interchange the word soul and spirit, but we know that the spirit man is the inner man. That's the real you. That's who was made completely new again. But the soul or the body, we know the body is this body of flesh, Flesh is what you can see in the mirror. But this body of flesh also carries with it a corruption. And uh, so it's carrying a corruption that we have to submit. But then we know that our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. So when you see these pieces, you can kind of know what's going on. Now this is very important. Even when we're praying, which is why I'm bringing this up. 
when we're praying, because it seems to be that the thread is that the Lord wants to differentiate between the spirit uh, and the flesh or the spirit and the mind. Uh, remember in Hebrews, let's see here, uh, Hebrews 4.12 Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, both of joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Um, you know, the mental you, is hard, is, it's hard for the mind to actually judge what are the thoughts and intentions of my heart? But the spirit of man can do that. The spirit of man can see through all of that. And the Holy Spirit can definitely do that. He knows the thoughts and intentions. But what I want you to see here is that the soul and the spirit are not the same. And the word will help us put it into its place and see what's actually going on uh, in that. So I want you to see this. Uh, basically, and, and many of you have had this teaching, but I want to remind you about it and apply it right here in this prayer as we continue on, specifically in this prayer for the rest of the month as we go. So you have two different inputs to the brain or to the mind. You have the spirit and you have the flesh, okay? The spirit and the flesh both give inputs to the brain. And uh, you can see this in Romans 7, it says, um, for I joyfully concur, this Romans 7, 22, for I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man. So that's in the spirit. In the spirit, I joyfully concur with the law of God. But I see a different law in the members of my body waging war against the law of my mind making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. In other words, the body is giving a fleshly, ungodly law to my mind, trying to get me to you know, do, do the wrong things, not do the right things. And my flesh that's corrupted is doing it. So the first input we see there is that flesh. And he says, he says uh, in verse 25, Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord who will save me. Then on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God. So I can see that the spirit also is giving input to my mind with the, the law of God with my mind, excuse me. But on the other, uh, my flesh, the law of sin. So with my mind, I'm serving the law of God. But on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. So we can see that there's two different inputs. There's the spirit and the law of God, and there's the flesh uh, and the law of ungodliness, so to speak, right? And, and when we see that, uh, we start to understand that, I, all right, I have two different inputs to my brain, and I have two different inputs to my mind. So my job is to separate those and, and to understand what's coming from my flesh and what's coming from God. And as I pray, I should be flowing out of my spirit, not just flowing out of my mind. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm choosing to set my mind on, not on the flesh, 
right? But set my mind on the spirit. So Romans 6, for the mind set on the flesh. Well, how can it be set on the flesh? Because it's receiving input from the flesh. Mind set on the spirit. How can it be set on the spirit? Because it's receiving input from the spirit. And so I've got to make sure that I'm, I'm categorizing it right and kind of filing it right. And I understand. So many times what we're doing is our mind is so strong and so powerful, it's trying to connect all the dots logically. It's what we've been taught to do. It's how it's a natural for the fleshly man. Uh, but for the spiritual man, it's natural for us to receive from the Holy Ghost. And so when we're receiving from the Holy Ghost, uh, we have to learn how to, uh, once we're born again, shift the natural man out and put the spiritual man in, right? And make sure that he takes precedent in our mind. So as we're praying, one of the things that we do is we learn how to um, just flow in the Holy Ghost. So many times I've told you already what I do is I just, if I find myself thinking about something or thinking about something worldly or logical, I just set it to the side. I don't, uh, I don't even, you know, I just don't even pay attention to it. I, all I want to pay attention to is the flow of the Holy Ghost. And there's a flow there. There's a flow of the Holy Spirit, you know. Like, for instance, Today, the flow was, I didn't know walking in what he wanted us to talk about. But as soon as I got up there, he started talking to me about the difference between the mind and the spirit and how to apply that in prayer. Okay? So as you pray, continue to see, all right, I'm getting this, I'm getting this input, and I'm getting this input. And recognize when your flesh tries to input something. And at first, you might not catch it right away. But then you'll start, wait a minute, why am I thinking about this? You know, many times what we're trying to do is we're trying to move to a place. Okay, I need this to happen at work or whatever. I need this to happen. And so we're praying and we're thinking about that, you know, at work. And all we need to do is just go into the throne room. God knows what we need and what we don't need. We ask him for wisdom and he'll give us that wisdom and he'll bring it up. So when I ask him for something, I literally like say that this is, this is my problem. I'll say, Lord, I need wisdom on this, and I thank you for it. I believe I have received it now, and I take that thing, and I throw it away. I get it out of my mind, and I just go to praying. And many times, he solves it without me having to do anything. But when, if I do need to do something, he'll bring it up, and he'll show me what to do, right? And that's how you flow. So many times, what we do is we say, here's my problem, and then we just say, oh, God, I need help. I need help. What am I going to do, Lord? And that's, you know, we're praying in the spirit but in our mind that's what we're doing what am I going to do what am I going to do what am I going to do what am I going to and that's your fleshly man trying and then if you do if your logic does click something you think it's God and it's not it's you it's the fleshly man and all of a sudden you've you've missed that whole piece because you've missed the provision of God who might not have wanted you to do anything he may handle it. I can't tell you how many times He's handled stuff I didn't have to handle. So as we continue to pray, has anybody experienced that even today? Even today? Tell it without, you know, without making yourself look bad. Uh, tell, just tell how you experience that. Well, I just, you know, I was handling something before I came in and it just kept coming up. And I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Just stop because, you know, we're here, yeah. you know, to experience God. So. That's awesome. Amen. Amen. And to pray and to give it to him. 
So see, if we if we yield to the fleshly mind, what the flesh is bringing up, then are we giving God a hundred percent? No. And so then we're not esteeming Him in prayer like we should in that way, and that's that's where we get off track many times. So anybody else experience that or has a has an example of that? Huh? And a question, maybe. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, this, the same thing, but like, before you go into prayer, what is the best thing to do? Like, like ten minutes before, just like to sit because I was doing things right up until, yeah. and yeah. then so I had to put those things down. And then when you said, you know, imagine going to the throne room, and that's when I was able to, yeah, go yeah. ahead and start connecting better. Well, just when I enter into prayer, I just I purposefully drop everything. Uh, that I was thinking about before. You know, I purposefully drop all that stuff. Love you. Abigail has to go to school. Um, I purposefully put that stuff out of my mind, you know, um, because if I need to think about it, God will bring it back up. And if I don't, He won't. So I can, with ease and comfort, knowing and trusting Him, I can set all that stuff to the side. And uh, that's a big, so when you learn to trust them like that, it's really easy to set stuff to the side because you know, all right, if I need to know something about this, Lord, you'll bring it back up. I trust him. It doesn't, he love you enough to bring up what you need to know? Sure does. Well, then I can throw it away and not deal with it. I can't tell you how many problems I've solved by doing that. I just said, I'm not thinking about that anymore. And I set it to the side. And the same thing in prayer. Many times in prayer, we're sitting there laboring, trying to get an answer. And God's saying, throw it away. You know, cast your cares on me, for I care for you. Right? And so all, if we'll focus on worshiping him and just being led by the Spirit, then it makes it really simple in that way. So any other questions before we go back to prayer? Here, Barry, come over here and even it out. And what you'll find is when you move into that place, it will be peace. You'll have a peace that is just awesome. You know, you'll just have a peace of God that floods in you. are like, oh. And there's a sense of it that it's like, okay, God's, God's all over this prayer time, you know. And then you'll know that, you'll know that it's right. So, amen. Thank you, Lord. And understand that prayer is not always talking either. It's not always praying even in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it's just sitting there. You know, people, people they come in with the assumptions, I have to be, you know, thinking towards this. Now, I can, I can start thinking towards a subject and then start praying in the Holy Ghost with it. But ultimately, my job is to hand that over to the Lord. And then if I need to do something, he'll hand it back. What to do. Not the problem. He'll show me what to do. So I just, 
I just pass that to them. So I'll ask them for wisdom, and then I then I forget about. It. I found a quicker way. Used to, I'd take a problem and uh, I'd just pray. I'd, I'd pray over it for however long I felt like. And uh, but now I just ask them for that wisdom. I pray for a second in the Holy Ghost till I feel done with it, and I throw it away. And if He brings up something to me, like let's say I'm going down the road. And he keeps bringing up something. And he brings it up again. He bring, okay, I stop. I start praying in the Holy Spirit towards that. And uh, I start seeing, uh, I just pray until I feel like that release from it. And that, that's a, a type of intercession for it. And I, I pray till I feel like I have release and then I let it go. I don't think about it again unless he brings it back up, you know. Um, but basically, I just if, if there's something I need, I just pray about it. I ask him for wisdom, pray about it in, for a few uh, seconds to a few minutes, maybe, and then I'm done with it. It doesn't have to be long. He knows exactly what needs to happen. And what's he going to do uh, is in, in the spirit, do you think your prayers are, oh, Lord, what do I need to do? Oh, Lord, what do I need to do? Oh, Lord, what do I need to do? No, this is God praying through you. And he's saying, be this, be that, that thing get in place, this thing. I mean, you don't have to pray. It's not a long prayer. He's telling things how to be. You know, that piece that was blocking me from seeing the truth, let it be removed from Brian's brain in Jesus' name, you know. And so it doesn't have to be a long prayer, and generally it's not. But we feel like, see, our, our corrupted man feels like we have to um, um, pay the price toil in it, yeah, toil in it, and pay the price uh, for, to get this and everything. And, and we do need to uh, do, be obedient, but being obedient is a lot different from toiling. And a lot of times, and so when you're actually flowing in the Holy Ghost, there's such a peace, like I can just sense a big peace on today's prayer, uh, that it's just flowing in that right vein and everything. And you'll see things. I want you to, if you have gotten something while we're praying, I want to hear about those things. But uh, make sure that you don't sit there and try to logic out the problem while you're praying. If you find that your brain's just clicking, click, 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 then generally you're not flowing in the Spirit as much. Now, there can be times where the Lord will just give you a download. And I mean, it's like, like that. That's different, but most time it's us just trying to logic through everything, figure out everything, and we just need to relax in Him. And that's how the answers come. What is that? That's resting in God. Most people don't spend enough time doing this, and that's why they're trying, busy trying to figure everything out, and everything's not working. So, all right. Thank you, Father. Sutrekoma <laughs> 
Amen. Did anybody get anything? No. You don't have to. That's a good thing. Did you get?
get some for you, for the group. What is it? So you remember yesterday in the broadcast, you were talking about the one, the one time that you were praying in service and you had prayed out the sermon that came. Yeah. So when I was sitting over there, I almost word for word what you said, I, I knew I had it, and but the part that I don't know is for me or for the group is that there's a joy that comes for believers and is intended for believers when they'll disengage the logic. Yeah. And they'll be in the spirit. And there's a joy and an ease that comes when you are flowing in the spirit instead of feeling like there's a need to toil in prayer and make things happen and yeah. make God move. And be. there's just an ease when you step into him and in his ways and in his mindset and throw the problem away because the solutions already come and is already in his presence. And the only thing we've got to do is be in the flow yeah. and be with him. Amen. But there's a joy that's for people that'll receive what you said and taught. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Anybody else? I've just got the word light. 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 Yeah. You know. Amen. Just bright light. Amen. That many times speaks towards revelation and that he's bringing that to you in that way. So did you get something? Like something to do? Mm, like old words came that came back. Oh, good. Yeah. Like but reinvigorated a word that you had received before? Mm -hmm. Like ones that I wouldn't have like, really remembered on my own or thought about. Yes, so. that's the Lord. That's how he does that. Amen. Anybody else? I just saw like a giant staircase. Like I was at yeah. the bottom and there's a giant staircase and it was all white. Like bright white. That's awesome. And you just keep praying, ask the Lord, what, hey, what is that? You know, and he'll show you more and more pieces of it. Amen. Amen. Did y'all have anything? Did you think you had something? <laughs> huh? Learn. Learn. Amen. So one of the things that he said to me was uh, stop. Stop handling priorities that I didn't call you to. Stop handling priorities that I didn't call you to. And I, I don't think that was just for me. Um, and it would be more like stop handling so-called priorities. That would be a better way to put what he showed me. Have you ever noticed when you're fasting... If you've done any kind of serious fast, uh, you get to the place where um, there's certain things you just don't want to handle anymore, you don't want to think about, you don't want to worry about, and it, it's easy at that point because maybe your body's tired and you don't feel like giving it the energy to think about, so you just say, I'll handle that later, and you figure out that that can sit for a while, and a lot of toes, a lot of toes, a lot of times... Those fringe things are priorities that we had before, bondages, chains that we had to operate within, but truthfully, they can be let go of. And so I'm seeing, you know, right now, how many things am I, you know, thinking, 
And, and this is not a step away from discipline. It's a step away from priorities that I thought were priorities that God didn't call me to. In other words, I'm making myself do these things, but it's, it's not him. You know, it's not, it's not our logic that brings us wealth. It's not our logic. It's the presence of God. It's the presence of God. It's being obedient to what he said. So we need to hear from him and say, all right, Lord, what, what's in my life that I'm making important that you're not really making important that I can set to the side? What am I wasting time on? What am I wasting effort on? And the truth of the matter is this doesn't matter. Um, and I can just completely you know, let go of it. So um, stop making priorities what I didn't call priorities. That'll simplify, because then you find yourself spending a whole lot of extra little time here and there on things that God didn't say to do, and, you know, it's, uh, many times that's a, uh, many times that's a, uh, you know, something even in our home that we can be, you know, focused on, and we think it's so important because our mom told us that it was so important, and because her mom told her, told her. But to God, it's not important at all. <laughs> it, it makes no uh, difference whatsoever in the day-to-day -day life of things. Now, it could have something to do with you being a disciplined person. That, that can be different. That's a character issue. He does, he does have that. But at the same time, you know, so if you find yourself, is this something I should be doing? And you want to ask about that, definitely do. So as we wrap up, Father, we just praise you. We thank you for this day. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for clarifying some things. We just give you the glory. We thank you. Thank you for this noontime prayer, the sweetness of it, Lord, and how it grows. We just praise you. We love you, and we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let me read this to you as we're fasting. You know, sometimes in the middle of a fast, you'll sit there and go, um, what? Why am I doing this again? I mean, I've never thought that, but maybe you have. <laughs> why, why am I putting my flesh down? Verse 3, Isaiah 58, 3. Why have we fasted and you do not see? Why have we humbled ourselves and you did not notice? So people are asking this to God wrongly. You know, hey, we're fasting. I'm not seeing anything happen, Lord. You don't notice. And then... Uh, he answers and said the reason, what he's saying in context is the reason is, behold, on the day of your fast, you find your desire. In other words, you're going after your, you're doing it for your reasons and your heart, not mine. You're, you're going after your desire. So like for, let me give you an example. If a minister wanted to fast just so he could be more powerful, so that he could be more famous, you know, or he could, you know, uh, if they wanted to fast uh, to uh, hit certain goals in their in their career path, like what we were talking about the other day, they can do that wrong, and they're it's the wrong thing. They're going after their desire. Or I want to fast. Um, I want to fast just so sickness isn't in my house anymore. Well, that's fine. But if the main goal and the main reason isn't God and hungering after Him, then that even that that's a good thing and a God thing can be off base some. Um, so we don't want to focus on our desire. We want to focus on his. He said, behold, the day you fast, 
you find your desire. You drive hard all your workers. Uh, so in other words, uh, what we'll do is uh, I'm fasting. We'll be angry, you know, hangry. Um, we'll be we'll be upset because we're not having what we need, you know, during that period of time, and uh, we'll take it out on other people. Uh, behold, you fast for contention and strife, and to strike with a wicked fist. You do not fast like you do today to make your voice heard on high. In other words, if you want your voice to be heard on high, you've got to move into humility. You've got to move into God's reasons. Is it a fast like this that I choose a day for a man to humble himself? We need to be humble. It is for bowing one's head like a reed and for spreading out sackcloth and ashes as a bed. Will you call this a fast, even an acceptable day of the Lord? In other words, we should go into the fast and say, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours. And then what does that, what does that bring? You know, this is kind of how to fast. Is this not the fast which I choose, verse 6, to loosen the bonds of wickedness? In other words, when we fast appropriately, it will loosen the bonds of wickedness. It will loosen lack. It will loosen the curse to undo the bands of the yoke. If you've been struggling in something, it'll break it. It'll start to break those things off, to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke. Every one of them. So when I come out of the fast, I should be believing that spiritually and supernaturally every yoke is broken. Every single one. Now, I could go right back into the habit of it and put the yoke back on myself. And many people, that's what they do. Many people, the yoke is actually broke. But then they'll go to that place and won't say no. And they step back into it. Uh, but the yoke can be broken. Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry, in other words, it, and bring the homeless poor into your house? In other words, it will empower you to give of yourself in godly ways. When you see the naked, to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light will break out like the dawn. So your glory will break out. Also light can mean revelation. That can be what you were seeing. That I will have new revelation that will break out. I will have recovery will speedily spring forth. Righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be my rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst. Now it goes on to say even more. Uh, he'll continually guide you. The gloom will be like mid. Uh, your gloom will become like midday. So where it was dark and dreary, it'll become like the sun. All this is a function of fasting, and uh, give you satisfy your desire in the scorched places. Give strength to your bones. You will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. From among you, you will rebuild the ancient ruins. Raise up age-old foundations. Be called the repair of the breach, the restore of the streets in which to dwell. I skipped over a couple. You will cry and he will say, here I am. He will remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the speaking uh, wickedness. And if you give yourself, uh, give yourself to the hungry, you satisfy the desire of the afflicted. So your light will rise in the darkness and your gloom will become like midday. So you know, when we fast, it's because we have the ability. We can say, Lord, give me strength to fast. 
Give me the grace, the supernatural power to fast. And then in that fast, we draw ourselves nearer to God and every, the bonds cannot stay there. So as you're going, remember, it's a, it's a function. Fasting is a function of hunger. It's a, it's a function of um, desiring Him and having His way and staying in His presence. And if we stay in His presence, all these things uh, go the way that they should go. And we become who we're supposed to be. And uh, so the question is, do we really want that? Do we want it enough to put down that food? Do we want it enough to, to say no to the things we should say no to? You know, um, and the Lord asked me, you know, when I was going on that first extended fast, he said, you know, because I had two of the biggest things was Rachel's birthday and my birthday were in the middle of it. And um, in, the, in the middle of that, I was like, I don't want to miss the birthday party. And, you know, I shouldn't on, on most times. But in this particular case, he was drawing me specifically. And he said, are you more hungry for me or birthday cake and party? And I was like, I'm hungry for you, Lord. I'm hungry for you. I'm going after you. And that drove me through that whole fast. Lord, I'm hungry. I've got to have you. I want you. I need you. I've got to have you in our lives, in our church. And so let those things drive you as you're in that fast, your hunger for the Lord. And if you're not hungry for the Lord, ask him to help you see that hunger. And uh, ask him to start seeing what's available to you if you'll hunger for him. Lord, what's available to me if I hunger for you? Amen. Lord, thank you for this day. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for everything that you're doing in our lives. And we just give you the glory. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If you're watching, thank you for joining us. And we'll be here again tomorrow at noon. Amen.